Daddy Rai, I am so delighted that we can do this interview with you for the January 2023 edition of the Thinking Working Politically Community of Practice newsletter. Let me start by introducing you briefly for the benefit of our audience. Daddy Rai Chicuengo is the lead governance advisor for CAFOD, or the Catholic Agency for Overseas Development, working in support of CAFOD's global governance work across Africa, Asia, and Latin America, and she's based in the London office. Tadira is an accomplished and influential civic leader and human rights defender in Zimbabwe, and she has over 20 years of experience working to strengthen civil society with both national and international organizations. Tadira is also King's College African Women in Peace Building Fellow, and is on the board of the John and Elnora Ferguson Center for African Studies at the University of Bradford. So welcome again, Dadirai. This is such a pleasure to have this opportunity. And we want to have a conversation with you so that we can learn a little bit more about your journey in all things thinking and working politically. So as we were preparing uh, to speak uh, this morning, um, you shared with me that over the past seven years, you have been at the forefront of advocating for robust context analysis, particularly political economy analysis, to anchor programming decisions, and that as part of this work, you have developed internal guidance and provided ongoing accompaniment to staff through analysis. Can you tell us a little bit about where all this started? What is your TWP journey, if you will? How was it that you came to think about the centrality of politics uh, to development and what has been helpful in enabling you to do Thank that? you. Thank you very much, um, uh, Alina, um, for, for having me this morning on, on the TWP. Um, all things TWP, actually. Um, yes, um, it, it is a journey. I'm glad you used, uh, you used that word. Uh, it is a journey. I, I, I don't think uh, I've really arrived yet, but uh, but the journey has started, which is uh, which is which which is the good thing. Um, so I I I, I could say I, I'm a governance a governance specialist, and and by saying that, I want to just zero in on the fact that uh, I was trained mostly on that technical side. How do you program for elections? How do you program for human rights? How do you program for service delivery? Um, and I think that, that was kind of like the training then. Um, but clearly, as, as you see, slowly, slowly, the technical is, is being overtaken uh, by, the, by, by, by the political. So, so this is uh, actually where it all starts, that development itself has become political. Um, as it were, and, and increasingly um, everyone else working in development uh, or funding partners are starting to actually see it that way, that you just need to understand uh, politics, the power, the incentives, and how decision-making is made. And, and, and so this is what was really, um, that what, this is what really drove me to be able to kind of like engage more on this, um, on this subject. Um, and and um, you can relate, Alina, uh, but as when you sit in our offices and write all these log frames, half the time you see on, on our assumptions list on the log frames, we all say there will be political will to do, to, to do this. 
And yes. yeah, and, and it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a good statement to, to, to hide behind, isn't it? It's like, I don't want to worry about this. I don't want to know more about this. But um, yeah, I'll just write that. There will be political will to do this. And no one actually sits and says, what is that political will? What that, what that political will actually mean? So, so I think this is my journey to say, I, I just wanted to kind of like look at how can I then kind of expound on that political will? And, and it didn't just happen by, by chance. Um, so I, I, had, I had a boss who invited me to a cross-agency group, which was like a very informal group, but working on political economy analysis. Everyone was trying to understand that. And well, oh, this, was, uh, this was like a cross-agency group. So it was... Uh, Oxfam, it was Harford, um, uh, it, it was other other people, Christian Aid, um, Plan International Care, International. It was just a group of people that <clears throat> had come together because of that recognition. I say that everyone else has come to that recognition that development is is political, and so you need to understand where power lies and and, and what happens. And so I was taken to that <clears throat> to that meeting by my boss. Um, and I thought, <clears throat> this is very exciting. And um, I really want to, yeah, to go deeper in, in, into this because everyone else was really, it was now showing, I mean, if you're five agencies all in a room and all talking about the need to understand the politics, I mean, there's no motivation more than that. Uh, so I thought, oh, wow, this is the, this is the opportunity for me then um, to, um, to be able to engage, to, to engage, to engage on this. Um, yeah, and as, as I was um, kind of like getting all this knowledge from, from other people at that time, simultaneously, uh, I was looking at developing a car forward um, approach to governance. Like we've been doing governance for a long time, but I was just trying to look, go through and do some, some kind of um, stock tech of what is it that you were doing around governance across across yeah. Asia, across Africa, across Latin America, and what kind of approach could were we using? So I was developing this. And so this was quite timely because then when I was developing this approach, then I thought, oh, God, this is the opportunity. This When I develop this approach and show what we are doing, I should be able to see uh, whether then I could have a space for making sure that we have uh, we build in um, political economy analysis um, at, 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 at that point, um, and and it, it's not that we so it's not that we were not doing an analysis. We really were doing an, a, a, a lot of analysis, and the common tool that we were using across was called PESLA. I call it um, a cousin of the PEA, uh, but PESLA is an acronym. Uh, an acronym. So PESLA is an acronym. For so a, a, a P stands for political, right? E stands for economic, S for sociological, T for technological, L for legal, and E for environmental. So thus we call it PESLA. But it is just um, it is just in a, a, a tool that that you use, um, and you normally use it together with the the sort analysis. So you're analyzing all those all those sections, which is that's why I call it a cousin of political economy analysis because it kind of like does a bit of what we will do, but the limitation of it 
is then that it, it doesn't give you much room to analyze. People just then continue just telling you what is happening in those various areas, politically, environmentally. But then the analysis is not is not as deep as when you then use the concepts and um, and approaches that you see in in political economy analysis. Yes. So so I needed something <laughs> that would be useful to unpack that log frame political will that, that I talked about, something that would be very really useful for, for my managers at, uh, at um, yes. yeah, only Monday morning, that they could be able to use this and be able to, to uh, improve uh, their programming and, and focus the programming to where change is likely to happen. So, so yeah, so, so then I set out to, to, to develop um, yeah, I set out to develop uh, a guidance on this. Um, yeah, we're going around and, and, and trying to, to look for information um, yeah, around, around, around um, what other people were, were working on. Uh, also, yeah, some scholars and, and other people around. And that's where, yeah, you find that I, yeah, while, while you're doing that, you, you kind of like, get into the thick of things and 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 find so much information you you won't realize how much information is out there on on thinking and working politically so it's it's it, it yeah it kind of like overwhelms you uh, but also it gives you that pick and choose you know like yeah, yeah like i'll chase this one i'll take that one and then yeah bring that together yeah So can I ask you, as you were developing this guidance, how did you, how did you um, share and socialize it with other colleagues? And in particular, I think you and I have yes. talked about this in, in, in previous interchanges we have had. How do you feel some of the concepts that are sort of very much embedded in the kind of language that we use um, around political economy analysis, how, how did that land with colleagues and how did you try to make that's a very, it yeah, as accessible? Uh, that's a very good question. So, yeah, so when I was now in this big bubble of mine of, yeah, I found this and, and I'm really going to uh, to create a guidance for, for staff and, and so we can all follow this. I remember speaking. Uh, I, I remember speaking to one of my colleagues in in one of the in one of the countries, and I said to them, "This is exactly what I said. I am going to develop a guidance on political economy analysis." And they went like, "What? <laughs> are you are you trying to make Kafford academic or what?" <laughs> this is. I can't make. I can't even say that. That's too uh, tongue twisting. So at, at that moment, the penny dropped that, oh, okay, I might have my own enthusiasm to do this, but then I need to temper it uh, a, a little. And, uh, and so I think that was kind of a starting point for me to realize that if this was the voice representing the 35 countries that, that, I'm, that I work in, um, yeah, I needed to do something about this. And so eventually I changed that and started saying, I am going to develop a guidance on how to do context analysis. So, so, so I felt the language was going to alienate people, to threaten people, to make people move away. So that was the starting point to say, how do I regulate that language? 
so that that language can uh, can speak to the people that need to use it. Yeah. And I think also in previous conversations, you talked about an example of how you very concretely landed this to make it accessible to people to understand exactly what, what this means in, in yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So this whole idea of developing, um, yeah, of developing, um, yeah, a guidance, then I, yeah, I had to test it somewhere because I just couldn't just have a guidance and say, oh, well, this is this. Uh, I, I really had to, to, to take it somewhere else. And and um, I think what I want to raise here is the, the 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 fact that sometimes with political economy analysis or thinking and waiting working politically, you just need those opportunities, um, so that then 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 you can embed it into existing processes that are that are happening, and 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 and, and at that point, uh, as soon as I developed the guidance, um, we were one of our countries. Uh, which is Sierra Leone and Liberia. So, so this is kind of like the way we work. We we get those two together, Sierra Leone and Liberia, not because they are they are the same, but we kind of like uh, we, yeah, we do have we kind of, kind of call them one country office um, just to to minimize some of the costs and, and things like that. Um, yeah, so there was a, there was that opportunity now to test that guidance in Sierra Leone and and in Liberia because at that point there were two processes that were going in in that in that country. They were reviewing their thematic programs, so around around governance, and they were also um, we were at that point trying to strengthen our work around advocacy. So how do we strengthen that work? So 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 it was easier then to kind of like hook myself. In, in, into that at, at that point to to go in and test it, um, yeah. And um, so I had a kind of a dual pro process of doing this. We 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 had um, a consultant that 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 came in into the in, in there to to kind of go in and and do the, um, the the political economy analysis so this is like a technical person a local person out there but with a with a scope of work on on trying to to do this um but but also from me i i i then wanted to take the partners and the staff to first of all go through the frameworks and the concepts of um, thinking and working politically. And the reason why I did this dual approach was so that by the time the consultant came in to kind of uh, submit their submissions and findings, then the partners and the staff were in a position to be able to engage uh, in a meaningful conversation with, uh, with the consultant. So, so, so this is how we did it. So I didn't just want to have a report that would just come from the consultant and 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 have it because I just felt like we would lose the the internal um, knowledge management of it because sometimes with the consultant then they go yeah so I just wanted to make sure that it was kind of like a a, a job process this is not right. like we do like that all the time but for this one I wanted to make sure because I was at that trimester stages of trying to say change the mindset of our partners and our and our um, and our staff to kind of drive them towards uh, underpinning their work with with political economy analysis or context analysis, as uh, <laughs> as I wanted um, uh, to call it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, so it was important to actually incorporate the staff, not just the consultant, but have the staff. Yes, exactly, the, exactly. Um, and actually, yeah, if, if in, yeah, if I can, if I can go to that point, it, it was very helpful because because then they, they 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 after the training because the consultant poor man came after we had taken them through all of these concepts and and so they were they were asking some of those really critical questions um uh, to the consultant um yeah so it was almost like i'd set up the consultant to fail really because but it, it wasn't like that but he appreciated it because it was really helping because these are people embedded in, in the context so if you raise something then they were able to yeah. to to kind of like challenge it and and challenge it more and say how why did you say that how how did you come to that so i i found it uh very uh very helpful um yeah but going back to the language i think the language was the the language um that we use in these concepts really alienates sometimes people so you so so i had to come in i mean i i remember one of the <laughs> one of the examples uh, uh, that, uh, that 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 we that we used um, that we used there. I mean, calling uh, a chief an institution. They're like, what? Because <laughs> this is informal, <laughs> informal institution. You know, like we're doing this right. work around, yeah, calibrating the, the institutions, and and they were like. That's delegatory. How can you call a, yeah. a, a chief an institution? You see, so it was really kind of trying to help them to understand that this is how the concepts are. This is just helping you to, to be able to understand that they, they have rules, they have regulations, they, they have their own incentives that they drive. So, 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 so it was really a process of, of making sure that people and, um, understand these concepts. And I also had to go back and say, I, I mean, a while of, of just trying to do the concepts, I could see I was on my own. Um, so, so I had to go back and look at what are the things that, that could help um, people understand. So I did come up with some, a little, my own little case study that I, that I came up with uh, during the break and why did Ibrahim die? So Ibrahim is a local name they use there and I kind of like tried to, to have this little story, um, yeah, which 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 just showed, um, yeah, this this little family in one of the free town, um, very slum areas, and and what they would what they would yeah how how they would go through uh, their life until this little girl is dead and and this little boy is dead and I and all that I was trying then to make sure that I'm infusing uh, the various whether it's formal institutions whether it's uh, um, um, informal and, and some of the incentives, you know, some of the kind of the cultural uh, issues around it, like some of the things that the mother would not want to take the child to the hospital because in the hospital there was no medication or because the grandmother had told them that they could heal this child at, at, at home or because they didn't have money because the husband had been laid off. You know, so I made it something very, very, um, uh, very kind of embedded in, in the things that they'll deal with. And that actually helped to now understand, to say, oh, okay, that's what you mean when you say yeah. 
this is a formal institution. Oh, that's what you mean when you say this is um this is an incentive. So so that really that that, that really helped. And 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 I, and I did learn a bit from 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 them as well um, when they were doing this because I remember one of the very exciting examples um, was when when they were actually writing out some of the actors and somebody said, "Oh, the MP's wife," and I'm like. Well, he says, yeah, because the the understanding was that she she's quite an important actor in the sense that she wants to continue to be the MP's wife. So she will push for certain reforms so that she can continue yeah. to have that respect in the community because she's the MP's wife. So even if the MP would not want to push certain or drive certain things, she would push the husband to drive there. And and that was quite like fascinating to 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 hear that something that maybe you'd never read in a book, um, yeah. So yeah, so so um, yeah. So I think in, engaging once you get them to to really understand, then then the concepts, then everything else will just come on. But I think there's a lot of time you need to take trying to kind of um, unpack some of that uh, those terminologies, give examples that are locally understood, um, ask them to give their own examples. And and yeah and and vary, yeah. Why why how you do this? Put people into um, into groups. Um, one of the things that I noticed, Alina, was when you put them in the groups, especially about okay, the actors, people who write the formal ministries, uh, you know, like Ministry of Agriculture. Mm. I remember when one of the women from the cassava partners that we work with yeah, yeah. minister of agriculture and you're like it's a big ministry who exactly in that in that ministry okay and and yeah would you really want to influence and so so it kind of take, takes quite some it's exciting but it needs a lot of um experience and and so one of the things is that you really need to be able to facilitate as well so that you can be able to get that uh that information out yeah. and and i think this was your example from from the from um um one of the articles that you wrote which i used a lot which was the the analogy of the iceberg very yeah very important that like oh, yeah. a, you know what you see on the top of the iceberg is that the a minister has been appointed but what you don't see which is down yeah. Yeah. The underneath that iceberg is that this is patronage. This is a friend of, of, of the minister. So that's why they've been they've been appointed. So if you have any policy that you don't think was going to change, it's not even this minister that's blocking it, it's actually the person that appointed them. So so those those kind of examples were were really helpful for people to start to to flesh out. And so and, and obviously in in Liberia and Sierra Leone, um using that example. For people that actually stay half the time exposed to the sea it was quite was quite useful. Uh, was 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 very useful, and so so it's a very good uh, analogy yeah. that I think we in in PA it's a good start when you start to show people that yeah what yeah. is at the surface is much more than you see. So I use that and turned up the example and say yeah. So you see the MP and you just don't realize underneath that there is the wife. Who actually would need this? So maybe when you are just doing your 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 analysis, you just work with the MP and you forget um, all, all, all those people. No, and I think you're saying a lot of really important things. I mean, I think this this um, the need to really focus on what the substance of analysis is, rather than getting fixated in 
in specific terms or frameworks is really important because the framework is there to to act as a compass and to guide, but really the substance and how you make that substance accessible to people in their own terms, I think is really important. And, and that's why I thought um, the, the kind of work you've been doing with your guidance is, is so so fascinating really and so spot on. So that's that's really good. And I also think what you're saying about the need to involve people who will have a stake in terms of translating the insights from the political economy analysis into something concrete that affects um, mm -hmm. what the program might look like is really also very important. And I think these resonate across uh, different experiences as well. So perhaps maybe I can ask something related to that. I mean, having done your guidance, and I hope this was not a one woman sort of <laughs> fight all alone in Cafod. I hope you had partners in crime as well. But having spent the time to do the guidance and investing time also to um, work closely with people to socialize and embed this within Cafod, have you seen sort of examples of of how this guidance is being used and applied um, in different settings to actually inform? Yeah, yeah. Th th thank you, Alina. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, so while this was just a trial in um, in in Sierra Leone of testing this guidance and things, uh, I, I think that that has really that has really moved um, a lot. Maybe one point I should make on that is that. The buy-in uh, from various levels, so so the buy-in of the partners and the staff, complemented by the buy-in from the senior leadership, really supports some 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 of this work. And this is why uh, we we can actually start to see some of these uh, very um, good examples of where this is now starting to work. So we are in the in the process at the moment of developing um, of developing our our new ten-year strategy. Um, uh, uh, for for Cafford, and 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 that guidance has been very useful um, um, to to guide some of that some of some of that work. And what has happened is that right as we are starting to do this work, we have built in this idea of the context analysis. We are calling it different names sometimes, situational analysis, uh, but it's the same. It's, it's it's about thinking about the power, thinking about the the politics, thinking about um, yeah, all the incentives or what drives change and what doesn't drive change or block it. And and so what I've seen is that based on on that context analysis and and on on and the concepts and how to do it in the guidance, we have developed really really very strong theories of change the various countries that we are developing these strategies for. Mm. And, and I'm sure I'll be back on this platform in a few years' time to, to come and tell you exactly how that has been, yeah, how that, uh, that has been helpful. But, but what it has done at the moment is amazing. You, you, you can start to see um, these very strong theories of change. You can start to see very strong uh, management and program approaches that are actually coming in through these dialogues and and valuable insights and strategies and and you can see actually oh some of the assumptions um, really being tested in in their development of the of the of the theory of, theories of change and and so it's fascinating to actually see that the whole country strategy is is based on thinking and working politically and people go and, and only try and do what they think would drive the change and not just do anyhow anything so 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 i am it's quite it's quite exciting and 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 actually as they say 
the 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 product is as good as as the process. So I think this 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 process is really anchored uh, that work and yes. it's quite a linchpin. And um, I can't wait to see um, eventually uh, when we start developing the actual projects and yeah in in the countries how yeah how much this will um, yeah we, we will look back and say we we exclude that we we look at this in PA. Yeah. And you may have to be careful what you wish for because it may not be years before we ask you back on the platform. So be careful. But that sounds very exciting and we look forward to sort of learning more about how this work evolves. Um, perhaps as as way of concluding, um, could I ask you, reflecting back on your on your experience and your TWP journey, and I think you're right that this is not about the destination, right? It's about the process. Um, what words of wisdom would you give those who are experimenting with TWP um, as they continue with their own journey? Is there one thing that you would recommend or suggest, be it something that to read or serve something to uh, learn? Yeah, hey. so words of wisdom. In my culture, you need to have gray hair. <laughs> to give any words of, uh, any words of freedom. <laughs> yeah, so, Alina, I, I wish... I. It was like, you know, the car, the transport for London strip line, it says, see it, say it, sorted. It's not like that. It's yes. not like that. It's more like see it, <laughs> say it, and sort it. So, so this is not to scare budding PA or thinking and working politically people, if I may call them. Uh, but it's to say, you know, it, it, yeah, there's, there's, you, you need to invest in it, but the benefits outweigh the heavy lifting that, uh, that, 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 you, that you do. Um, yeah. So, so, so yeah, take some, some small steps, take some, take some small bites um, and yeah. And, and just be, just start to, to do it. And, 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 and you see that it's not as, as threatening as, as, as it, um, as, as it looks sometimes from, from from the outside and and like we said even all those things about the concepts and them as as soon as you grasp them and and try and um, uh, explain them in your context it it um it it all it all works uh, it all works for 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 the good so adapt that language break down the concepts uh, break down the definitions um yeah do the trade offs of whether do, do yeah what what are you going to do are you going to use a consultant and are you going to use your own staff uh, you're going to use both. Yeah, think, think, think about those, and yeah, and also the buy-in. Like I said, you really need to think about, um, yeah, to 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 think about it. And and like I said, there is so much useful information out there. The the two WP community of practice, I think, is the WhatsApp section. And so if you go to that section, the WhatsApp section, you just get so many things that you can have. You see the podcast podcasts are coming out. And 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 there are other people as well. I, I mean, they, 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 the USAID. I think they've all, also their own uh, section where where they tell you what they are reading. Um, yeah. So so there is spaces to um, uh, to go, and 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 the communities of practice are really are really are really useful places to go. Uh, go to the soapbox and and talk to Graham Tinsky. Yeah, you 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 find information there. So so yeah. So there is, and 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 all I'm I'm thinking about now is is I hope people like you, Alina, will now kind of like build this critical critical mass of people 
so 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 that we can all start working to the on this and all start helping each other in all ways possible and uh, take 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 this forward and um yeah so let's work together um on this journey and uh, you're not alone maybe that's the message that i'm saying there are always people to go with and if you work with others you go far yeah oh that's a wonderful thing to say and we're so happy that the TWP COP can be part of that journey and we are so very happy that we found you in one of our travels so that's really exciting now you're part of the <laughs> you're part of us so yes it will not be uh, too long before we have you um, in another kind of platform um, I am sure but so thank you so much that right that was absolutely wonderful thank and you. Uh, thank you very much Amina. an ongoing journey thank you mm-hmm.